preset and concept and perspective of kingdom. Say that with me, kingdom, kingdom. You may not know it, but all around you is kingdom. Your thinking is kingdom. Your attitude is kingdom. Your decision-making is kingdom. You, we are either operating in one kingdom or the other. <laughs> so, 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 so when Jesus says, well, don't stand, we good. So when Jesus says in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come. You know this relationship, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed are you are separated, holy, awesome, out of this world is thy name. Thy kingdom come. He is really saying, your kingdom come in me. Huh. Not, not the world's kingdom, but your kingdom come in me. Say that with me. Thy kingdom come in me. Father, even now, as I get ready to preach this message, Lord, give clarity, give power, Lord, increase the anointing, Lord, move Tracy out the way and, and allow me to be your instrument, Lord, play me, Lord, blow through me, Lord, show up in me and, and around me and out of me, saturate this place with your spirit. And allow our eyes to become open. Open. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I honestly believe that the way we see things are not really the way things are. <laughs> we are so naturally bound. We are not in the state in which God originally made Adam and Eve. He made them spiritual beings that have a soul that is in a body. When they disobeyed God, they became soul body beings because their spirit died. Deal with me now. So therefore... The world that Adam gave over to Satan and this whole world was given over to Satan now became an emotional soul world. You got that. God was no longer the king or God of this world. So when he intervened and interact, he was, he was intervening in another kingdom that was opposed to him. Y'all with me? So watch this. So we are living in the enemy's kingdom. <laughs> the, the problem is we don't know that. The, the, when, when we as Christians, when you are called as a Christian, Colossians said you was translated, transferred into the kingdom of God, which means Though you are in this kingdom, you are not of this kingdom, this world system. You are now a citizen of the kingdom of God. That's already done if you're saved. You don't have to do nothing more. That's already done. But this is the, this is the task. Learning how to operate 
in your father's kingdom, in the power and blessings of your father, when this kingdom world is going in a different direction. My brother and sister, that's every day. Brother and sister, this is not following some laws or, or, or being out of a relationship with God. This is no, this is walk in who you are. Having the power of who you are. Understanding you don't have to be subject to the bondages that Satan sets up in your mind. Last week, we talked about strongholds. I hate to say this, but let me say this. All of us is in bondage in some area. Now, this is that we should be walking into freedom. See, what's this? It's, listen, how can I say this? Lord, help me. Many of us is trying to do better. No, you become better. Let me explain. See, do better is my effort, your effort. Being better means I have stepped a, a step closer to Jesus and things are falling off. Is there anything that fallen off of you lately? Are there some things that you used to do that you don't do no more? Guess what? That should be for the rest of our lives that there's a transformation taking place. 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 15, is, is where we're going to settle down in this because this describes the two kingdoms. This describes the battle that is at hand. This describes stronghold. 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 15. There we go. What's this? Do not love or cherish the world. He's talking about the world system, the way the world operates, its attitude. It's ways. It's thinking process. The way, the way we typically was brought up to act, respond, relate. Uh, I know I'm touching some feet, okay? I, I'm walking on my own feet, so I know I'm walking on your feet. <laughs> listen, listen. He said, are the things that are in this world, the way this world See things. That, that, that's the whole world. Why? Because the whole world is under Satan's sway. That's influence. Remember I was telling you about, I sold you the salmon that was swimming in a stream? That ought to be us. Guess what? Satan is the river. This world system is the river and the current is Pushing. Some of us are looking at the news, we get scared, we say, what is going on? It is the river. It's the influence. People are caught up in a spiritual flux, a spiritual push, a spiritual current, and they don't even know what's going on. Some folks don't even know why they do what they do. They're just doing it. <laughs> you say they done gone crazy. The whole world done. Satan been crazy. It's just now more people are acting crazy just like him. 
And if you and I don't know how to do battle, the current of this current world will, will, will push you down some avenues you don't want to go. You know, no, we, we don't even, we don't even, we don't even recognize that there's a spiritual push. There is something pushing against you. When you want to do right, there's something pushing against you. When you want to get close to God, there's something pushing against you. Listen, there is a force that is standing against you and I from being what God has called us to be. Don't have purpose. Don't, and all of us got purpose. But, but don't begin to walk in your purpose. I, I want you to know that, that all of us been set up from childhood because the devil hates that you got purpose. Let's let me, we're going to get there. Listen, listen, if anyone loves the world, identifies. Let the world label you. If you find, if the world is your mirror for who you think you are. Can, can, I, go, can I go deeper? Y'all was talking about, y'all tapped into it this morning in, 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 in the office. They said, some people are known for what they do. I guess I'm not talking about nobody. There's somebody here that used to have on their car plate, Ohio player. <laughs> and they live that lifestyle. But wait a minute. What did folks call you? What was you what was you known for? Come on now. So what's this? Let's listen. There's some tags, there's some names, there's identification. We still got with what we should have let go a long time ago, and we still walking in it. It worked for us then, and now we're a Christian, and we think all the work. Wait a minute. So, so in other words, you allow Satan to have to be your God. Listen, he, he said, listen, when your identity is God, it changes some things. Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me take that back. Changes everything. When you really know who you are in the Lord, oh, you got power. You don't care what people think. Little things don't bother you. The stuff, it's like, speak to the hand. I ain't even going there. You're not even bothered by those things. Did you know your healing is in God? I mean, healing from your past. I mean, healing from your presence. Did you know that, that, that God will lift you up out of anything you've been through and you don't have to stay there no more? There is a freedom in knowing God is your father that nobody can take your joy. Nobody can take your peace. Nobody. There's three streams that makes up this worldly river. They dump into, and that river is, is a raging river. It's a roaring river. Let's deal with the three strings. Yes, sir. 
He says, all, listen what he said. He said, all that's in the world, let me, let me explain what he's saying. All sins, all bad attitude is connected to one, two, or all three of these strings. All of them stem from trying to find your identity. All of them stem from not letting God heal what needs to be healed. Y'all walking with me. Why? Because this is what what it's saying. The love of the Father heals all things. (laughs) Say that with me. The love of my Father heals all all my hurts, all my insecurities. Why? Because if he approves of me, it doesn't matter if you don't approve of me. Because what he thinks means much more than what you think. You know, you know when you walk in and who you are and his approval, stuff bounces off of you. <laughs> if they don't like me, they talking about me. They roll their eyes at me. <laughs> so what? Shoot, do you know who I am in Christ Jesus? You know, see, see there, there, there's a deliverance. There's a deliverance because your identity is no longer people. You, you put it away trying to impress people because what they think don't mean nothing anyway. Let me speak to somebody. You quit trying to win approval because you already know you got his approval. Let me speak to somebody. Some of us are trying to be good to get God's approval. Quit trying to be good to get God's approval. Be what you're supposed to be because you already got his approval. You're already his. You already anointed. You already got his love. Did you know that God can't love you no more and God's love for you is unlimited? You know, when we begin to really, when it's not words and you get that, I mean, when you get it down on the inside, I mean, when, when Satan comes at you with a lie and you can talk back, he loves me. I don't know what you're talking about. He loves me. Sure. He loves me. Hey, hey, just messed up. He still loves me. See, this thing got to get so real that it, that it holds you, that it keeps you, that it speaks to you. You know what? The word of God ought to be preaching to you when you don't have your Bible open. What I mean by that is, you know, you know, the concepts of God, understanding that, that who God is ought to be constantly in your mind. Because if God is not in your mind, Satan is in. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, what's on your mind? What's, what's, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's, what's on your mind? Oh, uh, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe I need to change that. Who's on your mind? Who, 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 who? 
What's this? What's this? What's this? It says, it says, what's this? It says, craving sensuality means the flesh that, did you know anything can become a bondage? Sex, food, shopping for clothes, TV, telephone, internet, Twitter, social media, huh? working, eating, everything. You know, anything that we go to to find satisfaction. There's a hole in your soul, dear Elijah. Because you know that there's a hole in your soul, and the only one that can fill it is God. These three streams are areas that we use that are manifest in our life to replace God as God with something else. You know what? And you don't even know you're doing it. It's a deception of Satan. You know, and you don't even realize what we're doing because, watch this, you know, you know how can I say this? It's trying to get something fulfilled in a way that God didn't approve. It might be a real need. Jesus turned these stones into bread. You've been fasting 40 days. So now, and, but the problem is the Father didn't provide it and give approval on turning the stones into bread. It's, it's when there may be a legitimate need, a legitimate want, but, but whenever we try to justify the, the means by the end, we have made the means God. Oh, it's quiet up in here. <laughs> the next one is the less of an eye. It's, you know, it's nothing wrong with wanting something. But when you want something too much, and it becomes, and, and you become unhappy, and you do anything to go get it, and when God has said no, you still say yeah. It's like, you know, I got to have this. Man, I got to marry him. But once you marry him, you realize, you know, she is, she's fine. And you got to have her. So you marry her. But after you marry her, you wish. Look straight ahead. Look straight ahead. Don't say anything. <laughs> And sometimes we hear the no. <laughs> don't tell me we don't know. <laughs> sometimes we see the red flag. God's got a big, big red flag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, what'd you say, Bird? He's running around you. <laughs> yeah. And we just, what's this? When I know that God loves me, then I know that whatever he has for me is best for me. When I know that God, when we know that God loves us, then we know that, that even if I don't like where he got us, he's working it out for us. Oh. 
It's, it's being able to, to believe God that God already got it worked out, even though we don't like or we don't understand where we're at. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all with me? That means then that, that, that even we give God our desires. You know, God don't mind you desiring, but sometimes he wants you to wait on what you want. Next one, the pride of life. Now, now this one is kind of tricky because, because this is on the inside. This is being self-sufficient or you think you're good enough or you think you made it yourself, or you take some credit for being good. You know, sometimes I'm glad I did some of the stuff I did because I know I needed grace. <laughs> and some of y'all sitting there say, yeah, you did. Okay? You needed as much grace as I needed too. You, you, may, you may not have done what I've done, but the same grace that saved me is the same grace that kept you. Let, let me explain. Let me explain. See, what grace did for you was lock the door so you wouldn't go through. So don't get a big head that you didn't do it because it wasn't you keeping you. Grace kept you from walking through the door because if you would have walked through it, you wouldn't have made it back. So somebody ought to shout right now from God keeping you from walking through those doors that you thought that you kept yourself or you was pretty good. No, that was the grace of God keeping you. Okay, well I said, I walked through the door. But grace came, got me, and snatched me back. <laughs> see, see, regardless of, of which one you are, it's still the same grace. It's still the same power of God. Somebody ought to give God praise for keeping you or snatching you, whichever one, it was the grace of God all the time. So how in the world can you get a big head over what God has given you? How in the world can you think you're better than anybody else when, when where you at, it, it was nothing but God? Huh. You can't be, be, be getting a big head because you got that job. Thank God you got that job. Thank God for your bank account. Thank God for the blessings of God. Matter of fact, the more you got, the more humbled you ought to be because God's been good to you. We didn't acquire nothing of ourselves by ourselves. It was God's favor and blessing that has done it all. Listen, Satan's trick is to get us caught up in one, two, or three of these. Amen. And the truth of the matter, we all been there. Amen. But now that you are in Christ Jesus, what you ought to remember now is that as the kingdom has come to you, you recognize that your resource, that your help, 
that the grace of God, that God got you covered, that in everything is nothing but God. Now, hold on. Hold on. See, we can shout about that. But, but are you letting God be Lord in your decision making? Are we letting God be Lord in our attitudes? See, because, 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 watch this. Our weapon of our warfare is not carnal, it's spiritual, which means that with prayer and thanksgiving, we get to praise God and lift him up. And sometimes God will place you where you don't want to be. And God expects us to trust him, not only to keep us, but he's up to something. Turn to your neighbor and say, God's up to something. God's up to something. God is up. And the way you keep a smile on your face is by opening up your mouth and praising him. Oh, oh, you better talk to yourself. But what are you talking to yourself? What is coming out your mouth? Because if it's not the word of God, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? You know, even though Jesus set you free, it's your job to remain free. Oh, oh, oh. Let me explain. Y'all know the parable of Jesus talking about Satan dividing himself, and he said, if a strong man sets you free and, 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 and kicks you, he said, I have, he said, in, the, in my children's life, I have bind Satan that he has no more dominion over you. The problem is, is this, that though that room, that space in your mind is clean, you better fill it with something. You best fill it with the word of God. You better fill it with some truth. Because, because if you don't fill it with some truth, it is, it is a vacuum and the same demon that left. Well, now, the conviction notice is there. Have you ever heard of squatters? Anybody know what squatters is? That means that they don't own the property, but because the property was empty, they walked in like they own it. Guess what? In some of our minds, Satan is a squatter. You know what you need to do? You need to kick that squatter out. Y'all think I'm playing. Hold on. Wait a minute. Look what it says. He said, he comes back and find it clean. Then he calls a party. He says, hey, I'm squatting over here. Party over here. And seven more come. See, we laugh. But there's literally what is going on in people's thinking and mind and emotions. And we don't even understand what is happening. You got to understand. I ran hard with the devil. Ran with him for a long time. When God pulled me out and I began to recognize what the devil was trying to do, I made up my mind that I was going to tear his kingdom down. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, what, now, now, y'all, y'all, y'all are in this too. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. 
All of us have purpose and destiny. Yes, sir. Whether you want to walk in it or not. Listen, God did not just arbitrarily let you be born without a purpose and intent for your life. That's just not the way God operates. Okay? Number one, he wants you to shine with the image of Jesus Christ. Number two, he wants you to open up your mouth and praise him. Number three, he got a particular, he got people he wants you to witness to. And, and, go, and we can go through that and on and on and on. Because, listen, just because you're doing something for God don't mean you're doing it with the right attitude. And he would rather for you to sit down and get your attitude right than to tell yourself doing for him. Because if you're doing it with the wrong attitude, you're hurting more folks than what you're helping. Why? Because, listen. It's not what I do, it's who I am. And then when I'm who I am, then what I do become effective. Watch this. Did you know my attitude affects my anointing? Your attitude affects your anointing. You just can't do anything anyway. And don't think that the anointing, that God would still work his purpose. God, but the, but the power of God through you won't be there. It varies on where you're at. Call, appointed. Listen, I was born in my mom six months pregnancy. Same was trying to kill me. I was born three pounds Went down to like two pounds, and my mom, I was too weak to suck from a bottle. And my mom had to take a teaspoon, fill it with milk, and make me drink milk. The doctor sent me home and told my mom, give him a bath. I guess they wanted me to die clean. Everything that happened from then on, Satan, I can look back and see how Satan was trying to take me out. Is there anybody here where you know Satan tried to take you out? Is there anybody here you had some close calls? Is there anybody here you almost got into an accident and you don't know how you got out? Is there anybody here where God was your healer, your keeper, your mind regulator? Listen, some of the stuff some people been through is a miracle you in your right mind. Why ain't you locked up? There's folks that been through less and they in a padded room in a straitjacket and they don't even know their name. But look at you. Look at you. Tell the person next to you, Look at me. I'm still here. So there must be a purpose with your name on it. These are things we got to remind ourselves of when we're under attack. These are things you better say to yourself. Listen, the more anointed, the more appointed, the more you're going to go through. Some of you, the reason why you've been through so much, because the devil was trying to stop you from getting where you are. 
these streams, these streams of, 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 of current that is pushing the world shouldn't be pushing you. Yes, sir. There's a battle at hand for your identity to know who you are. That you begin to talk back. You know, I talk to myself. Matter of fact, the, the, the born again Tracy talks to the, 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 the other Trace. Matter of fact, I got Trace locked up. Oh, yes, I do. I, I, oh, yes, I do. I remember somebody. I remember somebody. Was in office. They got mad at me. They got mad at me because they wanted me to affirm their same-sex relationship. I mean, love them and, you know, and they know that and walk with them and all that. But, but they wanted literally me to affirm and say, it's okay. I said, I love you, but I cannot say the lifestyle you want to live is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I always love you. But I can't give you the okay that you can do whatever you want to do. So they threw this at me. You just don't understand. I said, what you mean I don't understand? They said, well, well, you're not attracted to the same sex, so you don't understand my battle. I said, I'm not attracted to the same sex, but lust is lust. Is lust. Is lust. You may be lusting after the same sex, but I can lust after the opposite sex. I just got him locked up. Oh, y'all, y'all, come on now. Come on now. Listen, God did not take it away. He gave you the ability to lock it up. Oh, come on now. You know, if you let the old you go, you know, I know, we want everybody to think we got it all together. We want everybody to think, I don't do that. The reason why you don't do it because you're too old to do it anymore. But... But if you're still alive, you can go back to what you came from. Because Satan still wants to tap into that area. So you, you have the power to lock stuff up. Bolt it, lock it, chain it. It's a choice of what kingdom you choose to walk in. It's a choice of what's going to be our God. And whenever you see some area, you got to fight that thing. You got to fight it, submit it, and lock it up. In the name of Jesus. In the power of Jesus. Why? Because one kingdom is opposite the other kingdom. First John. 
First John, if you go through First John, First John, John is the he's he's the disciple John, but he lives longer than the rest of the disciples. All the rest of them are dead. So he is living in an era where there's been an attack. Now, everybody at first was getting saved. Everybody, Christianity was, 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 was just growing. But then Nero get in charge. He wants to build new buildings. So he sets Rome on fire and said the Christians did it. So now the attitude towards the church has changed. John is living during this period. And though he's exiled, he sees what the rest of them don't see is this anti-Christ attitude. That's why you see in 1 John and 2 John, he brings an antichrist, and this is what he is saying. He's saying, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, everything became the opposite of what God intended. God going this way, and Satan turned it this way. My own nature, your own nature, want to go the opposite of what God wants it to go. See, Christianity is not hard. Dying is hard. Matter of fact, in the spirit, you can't help but flow in Christ. What's hard is that don't want to die to self. But I tell you what, there's something about Jesus that makes everything all right. And what I'm saying is this, you constantly got to choose to trust God with where you, what you're fighting and where you're at. <laughs> you constantly got to look at that the sacrifice he made on Calvary, that if he did that, he must really love you. You constantly got to tell yourself that what's in me does not yet appear. That the real me is not who I think it is. Did you know you don't know who you are yet? But you are becoming what God has created you to be. There ought to be, as, as you step closer to Jesus, there ought to be stuff dropping off. And don't go back and pick it back up. But, but there ought to be stuff just dropping off. Stuff that you used to say. Attitudes that you used to have. Things that you used to do. That you are constantly making a choice to choose God. Don't, 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 don't think that people are going to plot for you because some folks are going to talk about you. But guess what? It got to be okay. Got to be okay. Because what you realize that not that many people want God's heart. They want what's in his hand. But if you chase his heart, guess what? Something happens on the inside. Oh, oh, do you see him? Do you see how awesome he is? Do you see how beautiful he is? Won't Jesus do it? Won't he work it out? 
Won't he come see about you? Won't he heal you? Won't he bind up your broken heart? Won't he rock you to sleep? Isn't he the best thing that ever happened to you? Guess what? This is what I hear the Spirit saying. Then why don't you want to come closer? You know what? The closer you get, the better it gets. Turn, turn, turn to you and say, the closer you get, the better it gets. Listen, 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 listen. Why do we want to flirt with demons when, when, when we can be wrapped up and tangled up with Jesus? Well, why, 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 why are we going to let the world seduce us? What is Jesus that loves us? Oh, oh, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Won't he turn your, you around without even changing your situation? Have you ever been where you want him to get you out, but instead of getting you out, he stepped in? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And even though he didn't get you out, when he stepped in, it was okay to be where you're at because Jesus had your back. Oh, oh, I don't know how he does it. He'll make you shout when there's nothing to shout about. He'll make you run when it seems like there's nothing to run about. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. My brother and sister, when I don't have the answers, when I don't know why he's doing what he's doing, you know what I do? I remind myself how much he loves me. I go to the cross. And I see his beaten body. I see the blood streaming down. I see his face all beat up. I see that he has the power to come down, but he won't come down because he needs to stay there for you and I. And I ask the question, why you love me so much? And I hear him answer, they lifted me up. They stretched me wide. I hung my head and died, and I did it for you. But wait a minute. That's not the end of the story. Three days later, he got up. He got up with all power in his hands. Wait a minute. That's not the end of the story. When he got up, he had you and I with him. That's why he did it. Because his victory is our victory. Does anybody want to walk in your victory? Does anybody want to see the power of God released in your life? Is there anybody who believes that he's able? I'm not telling you you won't have to cry. Cry. 
but get up. Yes, sir. Cry and move closer. Cry and give him the praise. Cry and say the word to yourself. Cry and sing amazing grace. Cry and know that he's worthy. Cry and shout the glory. Cry and lift up holy hands. Cry. One more thing. One more thing. And I'm done. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I was in my office been years ago. Where, where Chris sat. He, he, was, he was here. He, was, he came afterwards. I was in my office. The doors are supposed to be locked. And this young guy came in. We don't even know how the doors was open. And he came up the stairs, and I was in my chair, and I looked, and I said to myself, I know that spirit. I was caught up in that spirit. So I got up in my chair. I'm walking towards him. He's walking towards me. And I said, we either going to fight or I'm going to hug him. He was mad. He was angry. And I knew that spirit. He was ready to fight. I said, then we're going to fight then. And as I got closer, the Holy Spirit said to me, open up your arms and hug him. Listen, he fell in my arms and cried like a baby. Chris, if I'm not mistaken, he walked from Westwood. We sat there for about three hours and he debriefed his whole life story. He just got fired from a job and they shouldn't have fired him. But his story is, is that he was in the streets, young man, and what happened is some guys bumped into his grandmother that raised him. He went and got his gun and he held them hostage in the house. Because they bumped into her and didn't apologize. He did years in jail. He said, listen what he said. He said, I walked that far going to every church on the way and the doors was locked. I said, how did you get here? He said, the door was open. Am I right? After he told his story, I said, man, I can relate to you. I understand the anger. I said, but let me tell you what Jesus did for me. And I asked him to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, and he accepted Jesus Christ. (laughs) Am I right? I ain't lying. You know what? I think God unlocked the door so him to get in. Listen, love is a weapon. Love is a weapon. Say that with me. Love is a weapon. Listen. Listen. He accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can see the shift in his demeanor. 
You can tell that there was something. He was all street, but you can see the shift in his demeanor. In fact, you asked him, did he want to ride back home? And he said, no, he walked. <laughs> you know, I still think about him. I still pray for him because I know the guy got purpose for that young man. Listen, God purposely sent him here to somebody that could relate to him. And you just, I mean, he just fell in my arms. He wept like a baby in my arms. It was either fight or love. And God said, love him. You know what God want to do to you? God wants to wrap his arms around you and love the fight out of you. Then he wants you to love and wrap your arms around somebody else and love the fight out of them. See, kingdom operates different. But there's a power in the kingdom of God that you can't even experience until you're willing to let the kingdom come in you, in me. It's real. This fight we're in is real. But the Lord Jesus Christ has already won. Already won. You're already victorious. You already, you already, he already won it. We just got to trust him. With tears running down our face. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, Lord, it's you. It's you. 